Welcome back. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I had like a true crime podcast or something. <laughs> like spooky. Ooh, maybe because it's raining here and like lightning and thundering, but I think it'd be so fun to do like a spooky podcast. Let me know, guys. Maybe we'll do a gush after dark. <clears throat> Monday, baby, what are you doing? So if you guys hear thunder, uh, that's because we are in a tor torrential downpour right now. So <clears throat> don't pay no mind. Guys, we're back for another great, amazing episode. We've got everything. We've got Grammys. We've got Taylor. We've got Travis. We've got upcoming Super Bowl. We've got Swifty's Guide to the Super Bowl. I mean, we've got it all. So we're here to dive in and talk about all things pop culture. Hi, sweet baby. You guys can barely see him, but what are you doing? Oh my goodness. Monty, are you the Swedish boy? Are you the Swedish boy? Yes. <laughs> he has to lay in here when I'm filming. <laughs> the minute I start talking, he won't come in here at all, but the minute I start filming, he comes in here. He's got to protect me. So yeah, we've got a jam-packed episode for you guys. And by we, I mean me, because we're back for another solo episode of Gush, your weekly podcast where we dive deep into the top 10 stories of the week. Like I said, I'm your host, Tanner, and you guys got me this week by myself, ready to jump into all things pop culture. Here we go. All right, our first story. Let's talk about the Grammys. 2024 Grammys. We got a lot going on. This kind of counts like five stories because we've got a little bit of everything. We had album drops. We had Oscar, Oscar. We had Grammy snubs. We've had it all. So let's jump in. Um, one of the main stories of the night, of course, was Taylor announcing her 11th album. And we will jump into that separately as a separate story because it deserves its own headline. But um, yeah, we saw an unannounced performer, Celine Dion. Oh my god, what's happening? Why can't I talk? What's happening? Guys, I just like can't talk today. So if I'm just stumbling and bumbling, that's really what it is. Like I, something's happening to me. Honestly, we ran out of coffee filters and I forgot to order them. So that's probably what it is. I need caffeine. Uh, so we did watch the Grammys. I'm not a big award show person anymore. I used to love the award shows, was so into it, but I really haven't kept up with them over the years. And so I had to l actually get a YouTube TV subscription just so that we could watch uh, the Grammys. But I had to watch for you guys so that I could weigh in. Um, but yeah, all the things Grammys. Really, there was a lot happening the night. Um, so... It was the 66th annual Grammys. Um, the most awarded performer was Phoebe Bridgers. She picked up three with her band Boy Genius. Um, but there was a lot of SZA. There was Taylor. There was Miley. Okay, my biggest shocking revelation of the Grammys this year was, um, how has Miley not won a Grammy? This I was like, there's no way. She has 10. There is absolutely no way that she has no Grammys. And then when she was saying that, I honestly thought she was joking. As I watched, I was like, ah, ha, ha, so cute. And then it came out that she really had only one that was the first one and so i was shocked so um good for her she well deserved flowers was such a pivotal moment in music this year and it just really was such a chart topping success and so i'm so proud of her for that and i just still am sh shell shocked that she didn't have any grammys but of course our girl taylor did sweep record of the year with midnights or no not record album of the year excuse me Album of the Year for Midnight's, which 
Ah, uh, blessed be the fruit. We are so here for this, and we just, yeah, I feel like all Swifties just rejoiced. And then to hear that during her pop, she also won, uh, well, oh gosh, what was it? Pop record of the year or something? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. She won for Antihero, I think. Not me being a terrible reporter. But, you know, she won that first award before she won album and announced that the Tortured Poets Department would be coming out April 19th, which we are all just waiting for, right? <laughs> so, so excited for that. There's a lot of buzz within the internet about whether this is a diss album to Joe Alwyn and their relationship they had for six years or uh, kind of... Obviously, there's going to be some tie-ins to that relationship, the longest relationship Taylor's been in. And so I actually died when <laughs> she posted the album cover and the album reverse, the, the back, whatever you call it. What is the back of a CD called? Who even uses a CD? Anyways, but um, when she showed the back and one of the song titles was So Long London, I was just like... <laughs> I could not believe it. So I am very much anticipating the drop of this album and cannot wait to see, to really dive into that. We're going to have a special episode of breaking down every song on the album. So you guys can look forward to that. My little Swifties out there, my gushing Swifties. So Billie Eilish also won for her song, What Was I Made For, featured in Barbie, which was definitely such a pivotal part of music this year. And so, yeah, it was a really fun star-studded night. The only complaint I could really say is just the outfits were really mad. Like, what was happening? It just, nobody was serving. The Grammys back in the day, it just seemed was like the place you show up and show out. And this year just really was not giving even taylor like i like taylor's dress but the overall aesthetic the gloves the necklaces i know that she was channeling or at least people are speculating she was channeling somebody some crazy woman in history i don't know but i just wasn't for me i didn't love it i loved the dress i think if it was styled completely differently just different shoes like a nude pump just kind of even like her hair just back and pinned up i'm not usually a proponent for updos but the hair just was weird and funky it was like rocker meets hollywood glam uh, yeah i just it wasn't for me but she can do no wrong so we're here for it still i loved miley's outfit when she was performing she was giving such great energy when she was re performing um flowers and so that was just i you could just tell miley was just living her best life and just soaking it all in and in her speech she had kind of mentioned something along along the lines of this doesn't really matter it, this isn't where your happiness should come and i think that's just such an important position to keep and i was listening to something I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about, I think it was some self-improvement podcast or something, but they were talking about how they were talking, oh gosh, what was it? Uh, now I'm going to butcher it. But it was like something along the lines of like a pro athlete or, or somebody that's like preparing for, God, it was, I, this is so bad because I'm, it was really, it stuck with me. Obviously it really just made such an impact because I can't remember any details, but it was something it was some athlete who spends like 25 seconds doing their sport but they spend thousands of hours doing the practice and the grunt work and all of it and then the glory it's like you're on the metal like you're on the podium the metal podium or whatever for like 10 seconds and so really their ultimate 
lesson behind it was you spend all this time doing that and that's actually the, the reward it's the winning is like nothing it's like you have to love what you do and so obviously you can just tell that oh, what am i even talking about I, I literally lost my train of thought i'm telling you guys my brain today is like freaking mush was i talking about miley what the fuck was i talking about I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> ah, you guys are along for the ride. So yeah, Grammys. Another weird moment was Jay-Z uh, talking about Beyonce not winning, which I totally get. But I just, it's so hard for me when people get on these stages and complain about these certain things. I get it. You want recognition for what you've done. And I totally understand that. But it's just, it's just hard for me because it's like, okay, you guys Again, money isn't the end-all be-all to life and it doesn't make or break whether you're happy, but it's you've reached such success like commercially when it comes to your music. So it's just like, what does this accolade really mean to you? Does it actually make you feel like your work is better than it was? I just, I don't really understand that. To me, I'm like, your work obviously is very successful and people love it. Isn't that really why you make music? It's not to just get some stupid statue. I don't know. I, that's what I would think if I was a musician, but who am I to weigh in on that? Um, another huge, I think, surprise was the Joni Mitchell performance. So her just, you know, at age 80, coming to the Grammys and performing, what a powerhouse, what a showstopper. That was such a really cool moment, and I think a lot of people really enjoyed that. Um, and that was her first ever performance at the Grammys, so that was pretty wild. Um a lot of people had things to say about Travis Scott's performance. I am not a Travis Scott fan. That is definitely not my music. If you guys are new here, you are going to figure out very quickly that uh, Swifty for life. But I just really don't fuck with that kind of music. And so the the performance was quite disturbing and weird to me but you know what if that's your thing go for it what a, who am i to stop you and then of course really i think everyone was shocked to see celine dion show up and present for the album of the year and then you know there was that little snafu between her and taylor i think taylor just obviously was overwhelmed there's a lot going on all these people on the stage and then you know you forget to hug this person or whatever i don't think it was intentional and then of course you saw photos of them backstage afterwards so everyone wanted to make it a big deal but i think it, there's just so much going on and you want to say the right thing and do the right thing and so i don't think there was any sort of mal intent behind her moves but it was great to see celine dion we have reported about her with her stiff person syndrome and so it was nice to see her kind of be able to show up and she looked really healthy really positive and just you know it kind of was the old celine and so that was a really nice thing to see and um so yeah the grammys were just full of they were loaded with lots of goodies to talk about um but overall it was a really great show it was nice to see olivia rodrigo perform she looked amazing on the red carpet i loved her dress i cannot remember who the designer was but i know it was like archival designer and it looked so amazing so um yeah it was great there was <laughs> we'll talk about this in the next story but um next story uh Taylor Swift announces at the Grammys that her new album is set to release in April. Um, so during her best pop vocal album, 
awards acceptance, she did go into saying that her, uh, that this was her 13th Grammy and she wanted to say thank you to the members of the Recording Academy for voting this way but I know that the way that the Recording Academy voted is a direct reflection of the passion of the fans so I want to say thank you to the fans by telling you a secret that I've been keeping from you for the last two years which is that my brand new album comes out April 19th. Um, So what do we know so far about that? Obviously the album's called The Tortured Poets Society. It's supposed to be out April 19th um, and the song list uh were released on her Instagram as well. Go check that out if you guys haven't had a chance to see it. But uh, I'm dying for this. This is definitely going to be a Joe Alwyn-centered album, I believe. And so just... It's just so interesting to think about how you navigate. Like, I, I just am so curious with artists that are so successful like this, how they decide what they want to talk about and share. Because obviously there's not a lot of press that happens where they dive deep into, like, the ins and outs of that, which who do, who would do that? Nobody should. But what is the... Uh, conversation as far as what are we going to share within a musical realm because you are still sharing quite a bit like yes it isn't explicit as far as like well Joe did this or Joe said that but it is pretty much like easy to read between the lines and figure out especially these people who are like doing the deep dive on the internet and finding all these old tweets and all these old posts and archived images and all this stuff Uh, who has time for that but I love it I love watching the TikTok so I'm here for it so any swifty is ready for this album i'm so excited to hear it and honestly everyone thought that it was going to be a reputation taylor's version release i don't think anyone saw a new album coming really or uh or um realistically i think everyone just thought like reputation is coming reputation is coming especially with like the black and white photos and all that so it was really i think a huge shock for most uh fans out there that a new album is coming so we will definitely be reporting on that like i said earlier we probably will do just a full tortured (laughs) tortured poets department uh episode we'll do a special episode that week so we can dive into it but very exciting um in other taylor news travis kelsey praises unbelievable taylor swift for grammy's win saying he needs to bring home hardware too on monday night the kansas city chief star 34 shared his pride about his superstar girlfriend's latest musical feat she's unbelievable he was quoted saying she's rewriting the history books herself the pro athlete said about her fourth album of the year win I told her I'll have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home with hardware too. Just one day before the Super Bowl's annual media event on Monday night, the Blank Space hitmaker won her fourth album of the year at the 2024 Grammys. So I, what I took away from this was they probably have had the cutest conversation. Like I'm getting my Grammys, you're getting your Super Bowl ring and we're like going to live in glory. Like the, the conversations I'm just thinking, the conversations like Anthony and I have and it's like our goals and stuff and not that like to diminish that comparison is the thief of joy as we all know but it's just like <laughs> the 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 uh, wage gap here <laughs> we'll just call it that I'm like the the goal gap is so immense that it's just like you guys really are just the epitome of the top like you guys are the pinnacle of success so how fun to be able to have that conversation and so i think with her winning the grammy and announcing the album it just puts even more attention on his uh 
his upcoming win. We're going to manifest this for them, his upcoming win in the Super Bowl. And so uh, we'll dive into that a little more once we get to our Super Bowl section, because we have a whole Swifties guide on how to navigate the Super Bowl. Um, But in other news, a little bit sadder news, King Charles 75 announces cancer diagnosis and postpones all future engagements for now. Uh, So after ongoing a procedure to treat an enlarged prostate last month, Buckingham Palace revealed on Monday that the King 75 has cancer. Um, They were quoted to say, during the King's recent hospital procedure for the benign prostate enlargement, a separate issue of concern was noted. Subsequent diagnostic tests have identified a form of cancer, the palace said in a statement. So just kind of scanning the rest of the article he is going to continue to undertake state business and official paperwork as usual um but he is postponing all public facing duties so i mean it is incredibly sad i don't know anyone that doesn't have some sort of touch within their reach of someone that has had cancer or has cancer um so it's definitely devastating when you find that out about a family member or a friend but uh being king charles you really do have probably access to the best medical treatment in the entire world and probably even medication the public doesn't even have access to and so hopefully um he'll be able to make a speedy recovery i'm sure as we go on and they find out more we'll hear more about what cancer it is what stage it's in so I'm definitely thinking about him and the family, even though he's a public figure and whether you like him or not, it's still like you're a human being and you're a father and a husband and a brother and all these things. And so it is really still difficult to navigate that and especially in the public eye like that. So definitely sending them our thoughts and if you pray your prayers and hopefully a a speedy recovery for the king. Our next story, Beyonce unveils her first teaser trailer for her hair care line, Sacred. Hair is sacred. So the megastar 42 has unveiled the first look of her new hair care brand, Sacred, in a newly released teaser trailer as she announces the date fans can expect to see the long-awaited line. Hair is sacred. The journey begins February 20th. Visit sacred.com, Beyonce wrote in the caption of the trailer published on her Instagram and official website. In the clip, a group of women working in a hair salon is the first shown is first shown in footage projected on a draped screen in a dark room. The salon is named Headliner's Hair Salon after the salon Beyonce's mom opened in 1990 in Houston. So the footage then cuts to a shot of women with different hair textures having their hair washed and shampooed before switching back to the salon as the camera zooms in on a bright neon sign that says the name. In one later shot, Beyonce is shown staring straight into the camera as she gets her hair washed in a salon basin before it's showing the workers and clients chatting. So I'm really curious to see what this hairline's actually about. I'm so on the fence about celebrity product lines. It seems like every celebrity has a product, whether it's perfume, makeup, skincare, hair care. I don't mind a good collaboration, but sometimes I just think let's leave this to the experts, which of course I guarantee she has a huge team of people who are very well versed in developing brands. And so I'm sure it will be a really high quality product. It's just, I don't know. Sometimes it just feels like celebrities are slapping their name on something and we just buy this crap that's like (laughs) just labeled with you know you're just buying it because she says to buy it which 
I don't, I'm just not that way with celebrities. I don't know. I, if the product is like a high-end product, I'm way more apt to buy something that's like, hey, I'm so-and-so, like, hey, I'm, you know, Beyonce, and I love Supergoop, like, I've partnered with them, like, they've spent 20 years developing this sunscreen, whatever, you know, that to me is a better buy-in, like, I really have connected with this brand, and I do like it, like, that's a better endorsement to me than you developing your own brand, and then it's just, I don't know, it's giving, like, Kardashian hair, like, where it was this, like, glammed out hairspray bottles, and just, it just feels so gimmicky sometimes, so I really am hopeful that Sacred will be a really high-end, high-quality hair care line, and we're not just saturating an already saturated market that we don't really need, um, but also, why did she spell it? It's spelled C-E-C-R-E-D. Hopefully, I'm not, like, making fun of something that's meant it's a name or something. But I'm like, why is it called it? Like, why did she spell it like that? Kind of bizarre. But we'll see. Uh, also, Beyonce, like, side note, Beyonce looks so good at the Grammys. I love the cowboy aesthetic. You know, I'm all here for a Western girly. So that was fun. But in other news, the real reason Vanderpump Rules Ariana Maddox won't let Tom Sandoval buy their house. So in an E! News exclusive Vanderpump Rules sneak peek, Ariana Maddox rants about her awkward living situation with Tom Sandoval and reveals why she's against letting her ex buy the property. So uh, they he, she was out at lunch with Lala, one of her co-stars, and so she was complaining to Lala about how his birthday was coming up and his assistant asked if he could have a party and that basically he would get her a hotel. And she was like, no, I this is my house. I will be at my house. And basically Lala kind of gave it back to her, base, kind of just saying, why, do, why don't you just move out? Wouldn't it be easier to move out? And uh, Ariana said, yeah, sure, when the house is sold because I'm not here for him to trying to insert his dominance be louder be more obnoxious make me uncomfortable and then i cower and let him do whatever i don't know Uh, okay i do know why am i saying i don't know i do know okay there is absolutely no way i would be living in a situation like this if things were so volatile and especially how bad it was between the two of them and him sleeping with her best it's her sleeping with his best friend (laughs) him sleeping with her best friend there's absolutely no way i would be can continuing to subject myself to this sort of living situation one the shots of that house were shocking there was there's actually no way i would let anyone in my bedroom if it looked how hers did it was so messy so cluttered so that would have been the first thing hire a housekeeper i'm sorry you are getting the checks now like there is absolutely no reason your bedroom should look like that but two, yeah, you're just making your own life miserable. And obviously he does not care. Did he care about you? He hasn't cared about you at all. Get out. You're wasting precious moments of your life proving a point, And there's absolutely no way you should do that or will it, would I do it. So, uh, but... I think we've all been there in relationships where we're trying to prove a point or we're trying to make sure that they feel what I felt or whatever and it's just like nobody actually cares like if somebody loved you and cared about you they would love and care about you so obviously his actions are showing you that he doesn't love or care about you and so why are you staying around and letting them continue to ruin your life they've already done enough take back your precious minutes that you get in this life and just move on it's you can't let people like that take over you and let you become what they are it's like you're lowering yourself to their level i think people would continue to 
build you up and support you if they saw that you're just taking the high road. And I get it. The high road is hard to take sometimes. Sometimes you just want to fucking get people. You want people to feel the pain that you've experienced, but it doesn't actually do anything. You're not healing yourself. It doesn't make you feel better. Like he could be living in a ditch and she that would make her feel like any better. No, it wouldn't. So it's just it just is really a waste of your own life and your own energy. Okay, so that's really the end of our pop culture stories, our headliner stories, but we do have some special coverage for our upcoming Sunday night football game. Uh, it's called the Super Bowl. You guys heard of it? Um, so I did find on Vulture.com a Swifties guide to 2024 Super Bowl. So if you guys are like me, another Swiftie that's here just to really see the 25 seconds they're going to cut to Taylor in her beautifully $2 million uh, bot suite by her lovey-dovey boyfriend, Travis, then... Um, this is the story for you. If you guys understand football, if I say anything that's wrong, we're not, this isn't journalism, okay? I'm not here to be accurate all the time. I'm here to <laughs> tell you how I feel. And honestly, probably half the time that's wrong and I'll probably change my mind. So I'll contradict myself and say things that sound dumb. I don't care. So you can correct me if you want, but we're here to make friendship bracelets and eat queso okay and see taylor and see usher i guess so chiefs are going to the super bowl here's everything we need to know about swift and kelsey at the big game so this is the second year in a row that the chiefs have um that are will be playing in the super bowl it's four times in the last five years um what else do we need to know So they did say that, like, so was Travis, like, a big help in getting them to the Super Bowl? So they said it's complicated. Kelsey has had the worst season of receiving yards um, in his eight years, but even a down season for him is still a good one. So he still made the Pro Bowl and was among the better tight ends in the NFL. So even though he hasn't been succeeding, he's still daddy. I mean, he's still doing good. So... Um, who are the Chiefs playing? So they're playing the uh, San Francisco 49ers. So 9 plus 4, 13. Uh, which brings a whole new meaning to the lyric, I don't like a gold rush. So it's a bit of a deja vu for the Chiefs because um, they beat the 49ers back in the Super Bowl in 2020. Oh, so we got a rematch. I love a, a underdog. So actually, what am I saying? The Chiefs won. So no, beat them again wild so that Kristen girl who made that 87 coat for taylor is married to the 49ers fullback whatever a fullback is interesting not these wags all getting along we love this and then of course there's been a lot of buzz in the sphere talking about uh the suite so these suites for the super bowl are going for crazy amounts of money so up to three million dollars for the best seats in the house uh but uh, Travis said that he is the one paying for it. He said on New Heights that how much it's going to cost him for his friends and family to... He didn't say how much, but he's saying it's costing a lot to have his friends and family come watch the Super Bowl. So everyone's talking about who's going to be in the suite with them. Is it going to be Blake and Ryan? Is Cara Delevingne going to be there? All the kind of heavy hitters that we've been seeing at all these games. So it'll be really interesting to see who who's in the box. Is it going to be the other wives? Brittany Mahomes? Who knows? But I think we're all really looking forward to the outfits what are these girls gonna wear i mean the super will come on there's like no bigger pinnacle in football really I, is there i'm asking <laughs> i don't know but no i don't think so so this is gonna be so star-studded i think and 
oh, it's just going to be so fun to watch. What has Kelsey been up to ahead of the game? So the Titan had to skip out on the Grammy, sadly, because of his team duties. Um, but he still managed to su- be a supportive boyfriend amid the media circus on opening night. Kelsey casually dropped that he's actually heard some of uh, Taylor Swift's new album, The Tortured Poets Department. And he said it's unbelievable. Announcer's going to be all weird about Swift again. Yeah, everyone needs to cool their jets, okay? Uh, I've been seeing TikToks about the pre- press conferences that have been happening. And some of these questions that these reporters are asking about finish this lyric or whatever it is so awkward and cringy i'm sorry no swifty even wants to see this it's so weird respect these people to some degree at least let him talk about you know we all know that she's going to be there so stop asking about it if he wants to talk about it he'll talk about it and but even if you're going to ask a question, ask an actual question, not, can you finish these lyrics? Like, that's so awkward and weird. It'll be really fun to watch the Super Bowl. We're going to have such a good time. We're going to have snacks. We're going to have the game going. We're going to, I did say I would love to just have everybody over. And as soon as the Super Bowl is supposed to come on, just play the Eras Tour movie. Yeah, so it's going to be such a star-studded event. It's going to be so fun to watch. Honestly, I think it's going to be more fun than the Grammys. The Grammys was... It was good, but it was just like, it's not going to be this. The buzz, the energy. I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. I've never been excited for sports. I'm not even really excited about sports. I'm just excited for the fanfare. Oh, another thing we didn't talk about was Taylor announced that Eras Tour is going to Disney Plus on March 15th. So I will definitely be subscribing. Not a current Disney Plus member, but I will be. Well, you know, really, guys, I just love that you come and support me every week. It's so kind and so amazing of you to continue to support this journey. It's so much fun to do, and I do it for you guys. Honestly, it's so fun. So thank you guys so much for watching Gush, your weekly podcast where we dive deep into the top 10 stories of the week. I am your host, Tanner, and we'll be back next week for another week of amazing pop culture stories. I will see you guys later. Bye. Because karma is my boyfriend. Karma is a god. Karma is a breeze in my hair on the weekend. Karma's a rel- just you know feeling a little low energy today guys and honestly you just gotta honor where you're at if you're feeling low energy you're feeling low energy that's that's showbiz you know you gotta still get up and break a leg gotta show up gotta show up never lit wait what is that how does that song go how does it go it's like a it's a cheetah girl song Never show up, never say, girl power, girl power. Put your hands up if if you know that you're a star. You better stand up if you know just who you are. Never give up, never say die. Die? Girl power, girl power. What is that? Never say die. That's a, that can't be the lyric. Is it? Is that the lyric? Hmm. We'll be listening to the Cheetah Girls later to find out. Go. You get out of here. You get out of here. What are you doing? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You're so cute.